0: Hello and welcome to the Grove Church Podcast. I'm Charlie Lofton, the lead pastor there, and we are so glad that you are joining us. Whether you are a member and you're just catching up on a sermon that you missed or you're someone who's brand new, we are really glad that you are joining us. And if you are new in some way, and I know that a lot of people will do that, will listen to sermons first before they visit, I want you to know that we would love to meet you at any point. You can join us live in our services on Sunday, 9 and 1030, or our streaming service at 1030. Either way, we would love to be able to get to know you. And regardless of why you are here uh, listening to this sermon today, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, good morning. Hey, if you are new, I'm Charlie, the lead pastor here. And if you're joining us online or you're here in the room, either way, we're really glad you are worshiping with us. And we are in week two of a series we're calling Let's Do Something, where we're just kind of talking about the way that God has uniquely designed each one of you. And, and how he wants to pair that with real impact. And we, talk, we started last week, we were just talking about how each one of us is uniquely and specially created by God, even from in the womb, and how you, each one of us, just has a unique design. And then how that's matched with what he says in Ephesians 2, that God has created a path of good works for all of us to follow. And so you put that together. It's like, man, God has designed me and he's designed these works. And so if I can put these two things together and I can learn more about who I am and about God's plan for me and, and how God has gifted me and then what he has for me, then we can, you know, we can do something. There's, there's something that God has called us, all of us to. So it starts with this, how, how, how we're designed kind of innately from even before birth and matching this, and we're going to talk today about spiritual gifts that God has given us. And then we're going to talk about the experience that we have over the years and the circumstances that God currently has us in. And all of those things together bring us to this moment where we want to ask and answer the question, what is it that God has for me uh, to make a difference in this world, to help people know and follow Jesus, to bring hope and life to a world that needs it? So as I was thinking about today as thinking about spiritual gifts and kind of how God has kind of called us not just as individuals to do awesome things but really to kind of work together as a team, I was thinking about my family this week and I, I t- if you've been around you've heard me talk about this we we like to travel we are we like to think we like to go to theme parks and we are a weird quirky little family it's all you know it's you know we, we're we find ourselves, we end up in a lot of adventures that other people don't find themselves in. Even just Heidi and I together once. If you, I don't know how many of you were here when I told this story about Heidi and I essentially sneaking our way onto the filming of a Mark Wahlberg movie. Uh, you may think, man, I want to hear that story again or I wasn't here. It's unfair for you to say it. Sorry. Um, or, um. um there was time when me and our oldest two daughters kind of were exploring Cinderella's castle at Magic Kingdom, and you think, "Oh, it's it's open." Well, it, well it's we it's not the parts we were exploring. Not the parts we were exploring. we were just kind of like, just kind of working together as a team to kind of see what you know, what what what's out what's out there. So we like to work together, and it's really fun, especially as our girls have gotten older to kind of to kind of watch their gifts and talents and skills comes out. And one thing that happens a lot for us again. We are primarily Disney World types of people, and they have, you know, it's it's, it's magical. It's a magical place, and so you can go there, and, and, and magic, lots of times, and he's like, you can get, like, special rewards or treats or things, and we figured out a way that there really is, there's a way to game the system a little bit to kind of, you know, maybe create your own magic or trick them into giving you the magic, and so there's a thing that you do, right? You have to get there early. There's a lot of I'm unintentionally given vacation tips, but I'm not, that's, not, that's not the point. The point, you get there early and you position yourself there at this rope before the park opens and there'll be people there that are employees or cast members, if you will. And every now and then they will give the families that are up there, one in particular, something nice. And it's happened to us several times because we know how to work the system. My job is to get us there at the right place at the right time. And I'll typically be the one that launches the conversation. I, I'm willing to break the gap of awkwardness to start chatting up this guy. And then, but you, what you have to do is you take the smallest slash cutest one and kind of you got to position them at the front, right? Look, we're a family. It's not just some awkward dude chatting you up. Look at how beautiful my family is and especially this little one. And, you know, and, and, and again, the little one will know that they need to be smiling and talking to him. And, it's, you know, it's, it's been different over the years, right? But this last time we were there, we're hanging out, and I'm chatting this guy up. And then he looks at our middle daughter, Lauren. I have, uh, let you know, my, my wife, Heidi, we've been married about 30 years. We have three daughters. They're 25, 22, and 11. And I guess she was probably 21 at the time, but she all of a sudden, this guy, this cast member, looks at her, and she's wearing these Mickey ears that she designed herself that are themed after Phineas and Ferb, which is her favorite Disney show. And this guy's like, man, I really like those. And and she starts talking to him. And you can tell she's not particularly comfortable with this, but she's playing along. Next thing you know, this dude's talking about this Phineas and Ferb podcast that he has. And does she listen to it? And do you want the link? And over the course of these five to ten minutes, I mean, I'm watching this guy, the best game he's got. And um, he is desperately trying to pull my daughter, and he is struggling. He's not great at it, but he's doing his very best. And you can tell Lauren is not loving this, but, again, she knows the role. This is what you have to do because there's a chance we could be family of the day on Space Mountain. Who even knows? Unfortunately for us in that moment, I wish I had a great payoff here, like like something great happened. Nothing did. Unfortunately, nothing happened, except now we've got a great story to razz Lauren about. But we've done things like this forever, and, and the beauty of it is we don't have to talk about it. Hey, I'm going to need you to do this. I need you to do this. I need you to do this. We step into these situations, and because we're all different, because we have different gifts, because we all, but we all have the same goal, we all work together really seamlessly as a team. And God has placed all of us here in this family, and he has given you unique gifts and circumstances and abilities and personalities, where if we could figure this out, how to work together as a team, where we just kind of are just in this groove with one another, this is what I do and this is what you do, and we just kind of seamlessly work together, there'll be no limit to what we could see God do. But it is going to begin, I believe, with this important point that you're going to hear us emphasize over and over again all week. With you understanding and believing that you are a crucial member of this team. And the way that God has uniquely gifted you matters in what God has called us to hear. And the impact he is wanting us to have in our community and our world so like I mentioned earlier, today we're going to be talking about spiritual gifts. And depending on your background and where you come from, that can have a lot of weight or baggage attached to it. There's some places where discussing this can be controversial. We're not, going to, we're, not, we're not going to talk about any of those kinds of things that are controversial, but just we really want to spend some time at its core defining what a spiritual gift is and the type of impact you can have if you really understand how it is that God has gifted you. So we're going to start today in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 in verse 4. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone, it is the same God at work. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given... For the common good. There's a few things I want to mention here. We got, a, we got, a, we got, we got a, a repetition here. And actually a thing that is repeated three times. And he says it different ways to give some cleverness to it. But essentially he's, he's hammering this point home. There are different kinds of gifts. There are different kinds of service. Different kinds of working. He says that three times. Gifts, service, working. But the same spirit. The same Lord. The same God that is, is at work. He's basically, everyone is different, and has different opportunities, and styles, and gifts in service. But no matter who it is, everyone has this, and it is the same God at work. There are not levels where there's people who have really godly gifts and people who have regular, ordinary gifts. Regardless of your gifting regardless of your service, regardless of what you do and how God has designed you, no matter how different that is, it is the same God of the universe that is empowering and using that person. And then he says, to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. So if there's a key point that I would just love to say a million times, but I don't want to bore you, we'll just say it it once for now, and we'll probably get up to 20. Believe this. God has gifted every believer with a spiritual gift. Every person. Every person here has been gifted from God a gift that is meant to be used for the strengthening and encouraging of each other. Every person. And it is really easy in, in a church on a Sunday morning to kind of value certain gifts over another, that they really there's the good gifts, there's the stage gifts. And then there's not the stage gifts. Or even maybe you think, well, there's the stage gifts, and those are the best. And then there's the not stage gifts, you know, the people who make the coffee or the people who are in the tech booth. And, and, and then and then underneath that, there's the people who kind of do some stuff behind the scenes. And then there's just those of us who just show up. It was never meant to be like that. It was never meant to have that sort of these levels or these contrasts. But one group of people each empowered by God for different types of service with the same God behind it, the same same power, but just different ways that it comes out. And each one of you has a gift to give that is meant for all of us. But the problem and the challenge that can happen so often is that because... Some of us don't believe that or we're not willing or able to kind of take a step out in faith to use that gift that there's a piece missing. And so then too few people are trying to do too many sorts of things. And I was thinking about, I think about this, this, the, this, this summer we went on a trip. We were in Orlando for about a week and we went to Universal Studios for the first time, which some people say as a Disney World person that I have betrayed them right? But it was, it was, we, 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 we went and the way it worked out is I went a couple of days early by myself because I had some speaking engagements down there with some college student summer projects. So I spoke for a couple of days and then the family came down a little bit later. And because of that, because I was there early and had the rental car and all that stuff, one of the things that we do is we like to have, you know, like, like breakfast you can just eat there in the hotel room, snacks you can take with us because we're not trying to spend a whole lot of money and pay exorbitant prices for all the meals. Again, I'm unintentionally giving vacation advice here. We try to keep things on the cheap. So we've got you know, we have bottles, our bottles of water, peanut butter crackers, those kinds of things. And so since I was there early, I went to the grocery store to get all this stuff. And let me tell you, if you need me to go to the grocery store, if you need me to go to the grocery store to get one thing, one thing. Hey, can you get us a bag of chips? Yep. Two things. We need, we need uh, hot dog buns and ketchup. Yep, Boop. Maybe, maybe, maybe three things, maybe three things. 20 things, and now, I'm, and now I'm on the struggle bus big time. Like, it's just, it's just too much. I don't think that I can do it, and, and I'm not, and, and it's like I, I, I get overwhelmed. I get stressed. It takes me 10 times as long. So here I am. I find myself at the busiest Walmart I've ever seen in my life, just a half mile from uh, Disney World itself with all of these people, and again, Disney World may be the happiest magic, magical place on earth, but the people who go there are not, right? <laughs> and 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 so we're stressed out and, and I'm stressed out and I've got my earbuds in and I'm trying my best and I'm feeling overwhelmed and I'm not trying to get you to feel sorry for me it's like oh man he thinks he's he can't he can't do the grocery shopping it's not that I it's not that I can't it's I can't like, I just can't I'm just I'm just not very good at it because normally that's a role that Heidi does and she's just great at it but in the absence of her because she wasn't there yet because she was on this she was coming and I, I'm I'm live texting them I'm live texting them the struggles and the whining and the complaining. I wasn't meant to do this. People with different gifts were meant to do this. And there's lots of things like that in what God has called us to do here, that people who really aren't gifted in that, and you would be perfect. And there are things that aren't getting done because there's a gap missing because God has given you a spiritual gift. And I think it's important to define terms. So what is a spiritual gift? It's got two words in it. And we're just going to break them down. It's really, you know what a gift is? It is something that is given to you for free. This isn't something that you earn. This isn't something that you have to be at some certain level. And once you achieve some level of maturity, then God will reward you for this. It's not a spiritual reward. It is a gift. It is freely given to you. And it is a spiritual gift. And I think that really suggests and and tells us two different things. One is, is that what this says, it comes from the Spirit the spirit is the one that is giving. And so it is It is a spiritual gift and that it is from the Holy Spirit, but it is also a gift that is in and of itself spiritual. When you use this, it has a powerful spiritual effect. You are being, um, you're growing spiritually. Something spiritual is happening inside of you and through you something spiritual is happening. The way he describes it, to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given. A little bit of what the Holy Spirit can do is coming out of you because of this gift that the Spirit has given you. The Holy Spirit is a teacher, is a comforter, is, is, is one, who, one who serves, one who loves This is a role that the Spirit plays in our life. And He's like, I'm going to give you a gift to allow you to do some of those same things for one another. And the ways He described it, this manifestation is given for the common good. So not only has He gifted every believer, but spiritual gifts are for the common good. This is something that God has given to you so that we can all benefit from it. This is not something like, okay, well, uh, he's got a spiritual, he's he's teaching, he gets to be on stage and do those kind of things. And and, and it's not about what I like, it's not about what I enjoy, it's not about having some sort of, oh, I want people to notice me. It's not that, It 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 is a thing that God gives to encourage each other, to build each other up. And you have that. There is something that you have that if we were able to experience it, all of us together would be raised up by it. As we were planning this particular trip, um, I do a lot of the details. I'm, I'm the strategist when it comes to kind of how these things work. But Heidi, my wife, is typical, she's the foodie. She cares about the restaurants that we go to. I don't really care about the restaurants we go to because you can get pizza and chicken nuggets and hamburgers just about anywhere, right? Which is all I'm I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to be fancy. It doesn't really really matter to me. If if your nine-year-old boy likes it, then that's exactly what I'm trying to eat. And I used to be embarrassed about it, but I'm not anymore. So just judge me if you like, but I'm very comfortable in my own skin. But I also want to support and serve them. It's like, hey, if we want to go someplace cool, this is great. But because of the season of life that, that Heidi was in, kind of what was going on with her work, she wasn't really having the time. And Lauren, our middle daughter, who was also kind of into that, she she didn't really have the time in this transition. And you know who stepped up? Eleven-year-old Layla Lofton. Say I can I can I can do this, Dad. I can do it. And that kid's got YouTube skills. And so we found several videos that we watched together, best restaurants at Universal, Florida. And we watched them, and we watched them, and she's taking notes. And afterwards, she was like, Dad, I, how, many, how many restaurants are we looking for? And I was like, it's three. If we're only going to go to three, it needs to be this one, this one, and this one. And so then I, then I wrote it down. And so then on my own, I looked it up and just about every list from every blogger that you could possibly imagine who has an opinion on this, says without it, it is a universal agreement. The top three restaurants are the three on our list. And it was awesome. It was awesome. So that's, that's what we did. I kind of send it out to everybody. They're like, I don't have time to look it up. Sounds good to me. And every restaurant we went to was awesome. And, then, and every day it happened. Like, who picked this restaurant? This is so fun. And then they're like, it was me. And it was great. It was, it, was, it was a building up of her and the common good. I didn't know she could do that. She didn't know she could do that. She stepped into it, and we all won. And there's a role that you have. You don't know that you can do it. I don't know that you can do it. And you'll step into it, and God's going to do something really cool here, and we're all going to benefit from it. Let's continue on in our passage, verse 8. To one there is given through the Spirit a message of wisdom, to another a message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by that, uh, by that one Spirit, to another miraculous powers, to another prophecy, to another distinguishing between spirits, to another speaking in tongues, speaking in different kinds of tongues, and still another the interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of one and the same Spirit, and He distributes them to each one just as he determines so I got the same spirit throwing out a lot of different types of gifts you know and we'll see this is not an exhaustive list we'll see some you'll see some more if you just look at uh, the, the passage you know twelve 13 14 uh, if you look in other books of the Bible when Paul talks about it we'll see all sorts of things there's there's teaching gifts there's there's musical gifts there's serving gifts there's administrative gifts there are gifts of people who are really generous and have giving gifts their faith Mercy there's all sorts of incredible different sorts of gifts that are out there and he's making it very clear hey listen to w- you've got one you've got one you've got one you've got one and you and 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 it is the spirit that is that is doing this and you may not know what yours is but you can you can find it and we did this last week if you were here we're going to do this every week in the series we're going to bring up someone from, from the congregation, from the body here to kind of talk about this. We talked to Alex Fitton for a little bit last week about kind of discovering a little bit more about our design. And today we have our very own Bill Winters here. So let's invite Bill up. <laughs> I want you to know, Bill, just about anybody else I would have said needed to come in from this side so I could be on the left. But for you for you, I, I can feel I can feel unbalanced at least for five minutes. I'm honored. All right, Bill. Uh, how long How long have you guys been coming to the Grove?
1: About 12 years.
0: 12? Like I've been I've been come, I've only been coming thir- 12.
1: Yep. That's how I keep track of how long you've been here.
0: Minus one, x minus, minus, minus one. one. That's right. Okay, perfect. And so, what uh, What different areas um, in the church do you do you serve in?
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm on the elder board, but I also uh, serve in Grove Kids, so I wore the billboard today.
0: Oh, nice. So, did you serve in Grove Kids today?
1: I did, just, uh, first service with Jimmy. Hold on, Jimmy,
0: Jimmy, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy's right there. Jimmy, if you have ever come to first service and brought a kid to first service, let me tell you, you know Bill and Jimmy. I don't know why all of you don't come to first service if you've got an elementary kid because you want to be in the class with Bill and Jimmy, the dream team. I refer to you as the dream team. Do you know that I refer to you as the dream team? You guys are the yeah. dream team. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. Yeah, um, it's crazy to me. So you knew that you were going to have this time, both yep. serve, including last service, yep. when you were in Grove Kids. Yes. And then I kept looking for you and waiting for you to come in. But you just happened to eventually you did come, which made me feel good. So you, you could have you had the week off. Yeah. But you didn't take it. Correct. Why not?
1: Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> no... Uh, yeah, I just I like to I like to be back there. I like to be with the kids and yeah, and also just it's needed. So right. I was here.
0: So what um what's you probably, you know, you've been around a long time walking with God and being part here at the church. You've seen these lists of spiritual gifts. What um what gifts what gifts do you do you think you might have?
1: Yeah. Um I think service being one of them. I just I Know that there's always a need at the church, and I try to find where that is, so I want to be able to serve and and give back to the church. Uh, And then also, I just have a, you know, I have a passion for kids, compassion for kids and Mm. for their parents, so I think that would fall under mercy. Okay. So.
0: So, so that sort of compassion, that mercy is like, hey, hey, I I see you, you need a break. Yep, exactly. And sometimes some of these kids, they need, they come and they need a little something. Right. And I think that's the thing that I, I admire. I'd be in how, how you feel about this. Sometimes we've got some kids in our church. They, they are. They, just, they come from special circumstances. Or they're struggling a little bit. It seems like you have a real draw for them. Have you, have you experienced that?
1: Uh, yeah, Yes, I have. Uh, we have <clears throat> our youngest is adopted, and he has some special circumstances. Needs a little extra effort put into him. And... And because of that, not just because of that, but with that, I also know that there's some kids out there that need that, and I want to be able to provide that for them, use the skills that I've learned with him to, to give in to them as well. So what are some other
0: ways that you've kind of seen kind of these gifts of, of serving? It's kind of the, the serving and mercy. How, how have you seen these kind of manifest back there in Grove Kids?
1: <clears throat> yeah, well, I have, I have four kids, so I've, I've mm-hmm. been bringing kids here as well. So I know that I know that it can be rough for the kids and for the parents to, to drop their kids off uh, at times. They, they would need to be confident that everything's going to be all right, that their child won't be crying the whole time or right. won't put a hole in the wall. And, uh, you know, I hope that they have some sense of comfort when they see me and Jimmy, when they drop their kids mm. off, that they feel confident that they'll pick their kids up in an hour, everything's going to be fine, and they can focus and enjoy their time here. So.
0: And if they did put a hole in the wall... We we'll probably got it. some people who have the spiritual yeah. gift of
1: That we do. Yeah. You know, sheetrock. Yeah, somewhere out there. Not me. <laughs> 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 and so
0: as we, we were talking about this and I think about twelve years, and my middle daughter, who is twenty two, that means she would have been ten, which means there's a, a greater than zero chance that not a, she was she's, she's you she was in your class. Did, y- did y'all serve together for a little while, too? Would you serve with any of my kids? Like when oh, they-
1: yeah. I, I think I've served with all three of them. Lauren, uh, or sorry, Layla today. But, yeah, <clears> definitely served with Lauren and probably Maylee somewhere along the way, too.
0: And I just, and like, to me, it's, just, it's, it's incredible not only, and I, and I know this, and I know this really for all of us, is just over 12 years, you know, to be able to say that you've served my younger two kids and served with all of them and just... I, I see it. I see the impact that you and you and Jimmy, the dream team, are having just in, in my kids. And I'm just we're, just, we're just one family. And I know that there are, there are countless families that would be able to say that, of just the love and impact that you have given. So I guess what I, I want to say, like, I know that you're overwhelmingly blessing us. How would you say all of this is blessing you?
1: Yeah as I mentioned in the first service, there was uh, I'm blessed in just the connections I've made the, with the kids, with their parents, uh, But one thing, as I was thinking about it in between service, also just the blessing that I've had from just you know, again, didn't know necessarily that I had a, a spiritual gift, but just you know I wanted to help out, stepped in, uh, and, and from that, I've been blessed in just being able to go from this is the church that I go to this being my church just Mm. there was no master plan but with that i was connected then i became then i was in a small group then a small group leader trustee elder and it just and it really just started from serving and getting to know people and getting connected
0: so you didn't have some you didn't like you didn't like take some of those online things like well this is who i know i am and so this is exactly what i'm supposed to do you just
1: no i brought my three crazy kids and i thought well i should probably help out there first
0: If I'm gonna if I if I'm gonna increase the volume, yep. I should exactly. in, I should bear some of the load. Exactly. And so these gifts that you feel like as you say, hey, I feel like I'm a I'm a I am am have a serving gift, a compassion gift. If I'd interviewed you 13 years ago, you wouldn't I don't uh, you yeah, know yeah. I don't know.
1: I'm sure this, there's something maybe?
0: Man, maybe I, it's the,
1: uh, the you, you, you told me there's something I have, but I don't know what it is.
0: Right. And so and so then, and so then you find it by just taking the step forward. Exactly. Well, again, I know I speak on behalf of me, my wife, my family, and I know everybody in first service and probably a lot of us here too. Um, you, you have just had incredible impact in the lives of individual kids, individual families, and us as a church. So thank you so much for stepping into a place where you didn't know you have a gift and letting God show you this and loving our family so well. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, thanks thank for, you. And thanks for
1: doing this. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
0: I'm going to embarrass him a little bit. Um, I guess embarrass him further. Um, he is one of my best friends here in this church. And he would say this, right? He's just, he's, just, he's, just, he's just regular. He's just regular. He doesn't view himself as some stage guy. He's got super gifts. And he's, he, he's, he's just regular. He's just, he's just, he's just a guy. He's a guy who took some steps of faith forward to meet a need, to fill in a gap and has seen all of these gifts begin to show up in his life that he didn't know he had and see this incredible blessing that he's had in the lives of all of these kids and families in our church. And it begins with just some simple steps forward and then what he gets to see what he has gotten to experience for these last several years is God's power working through him and so when you have a spiritual gift and you use it that's what it is this is God's power working through you he didn't know he had no idea he just knew that God had had called him to something he knew that we had a need and he took some steps forward And as he takes these steps forward, this manifestation of the spirit that exists inside of him begins to to show itself more and more. And, and, And the more he is moving forward and the more he is serving, the more these gifts develop and the more he's learning about himself and the more blessing that he is experiencing both in his own life and by being used in the lives of other people. Now, I don't want to say... You go online, there's all these spiritual gift tests. I'm not going to say don't take them. Feel free to take them. But they're they're not very clever, right? Like there's a gift of teaching. And so one of the questions would be, on a scale of one to five, when I teach, I like that. I mean, okay. okay. But they're good in the sense because really these are just self-evaluative tools. And my encouragement for you is to be curious. Be curious about who you are. Be curious about how... God has designed you. Be curious about that and say, maybe I can learn a little bit about how God wants to use me. Be curious and then take a step of faith. There is something that for some of us that is keeping us on the sidelines where I'm not sure I'm not sure what my role is. I'm not sure if I've got a place. I'm not sure if I've got a gift or what that gift is. There's something that's keeping some of us, that's holding some of us back. Maybe it's fear. Maybe it's a lack of self-awareness. Or maybe it's just some, something we have in us. We don't recognize how powerfully gifted we are because some of the best gifts we have are the ones that people don't really know are gifts, the giving gifts, the serving gifts, the administrative gifts, the ones that they don't get on the stage, but make sure everything happens. And I want you to walk out of here believing that God has uniquely and specifically designed you that have incredible impact in our church and our world. And so be curious. Look at it. Look at these lists. Google is your friend. Get on there and and just see. Look at these lists of spiritual gifts. And then take a risk. Step into a serving role. Or like you don't even know where to begin, come talk to me. Come talk to Mark. Be curious and take a step of faith. Because one day... 12 years from now you'll be able to look back and say I never would have thought this I thought I was just helping out but I've gotten to see God do incredible things in me and through me so let's be curious let's take a step of faith let's, let's do something let's believe that what's going to happen Is God's going to show up big time to bless you and to use how He's gifted you to bless everyone? Let me pray. God, I thank you for Bill. I thank you for his friendship. And God, how his gift of compassion has helped me personally. And now his love and his service with kids has greatly impacted my family and will for generations to come. And I thank you for his awesome partner, Jimmy. And God, just how so consistently they love well. And God, it it began as just a, a simple step forward of faith. And God, I pray for all of us that we would take that same step forward. Not knowing exactly where it's going, not even necessarily knowing exactly how we're gifted, but taking a step forward of service, believing God that you want to use us in one another's lives. And so God, whatever is holding us back from really believing that your spirit has gifted us for the common good so that you can manifest yourself greatly in our lives. Whatever that is, God, just get rid of it. And as always, we are so thankful for your son, Jesus Christ. And the life that he lives and the death and the sacrifice, his resurrection, God, all of those things which make this life with you even possible. And it's in his name that we pray, amen. Thanks again for joining us on our sermon podcast. And you can learn more about us at thegrovechurch.org. And if you go to thegrovechurch.org slash connect, there's a form you could fill out. Just let us know that you've been listening. And if you want to dig deeper on some of these topics that we cover in our sermon podcast or just in other issues of dealing with culture or theology, those kinds of things, uh, you can check out our Cultivate podcast. which is on the same feed, um, however you found this particular podcast. So again, this is Charlie, the lead pastor at The Grove, and thank you so much for joining us.